This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. On November 21st, in addition to celebrating Christ the King Sunday in the Holy Eucharist, we also offered choral evensong, especially in memory of those who have died from COVID-19. As I thought over the last year and a half and the various ways I've tried to deal with the pandemic from a spiritual standpoint, I recalled a conversation I had probably in March or April of last year, early on. I remember checking on a parishioner and hearing how she was doing. And before we hung up, she said to me, just remember, Father John, all shall be well. Well, from some people, that little phrase might have struck me as irritating or a little trite, but not from this woman. From this woman, I knew that she meant it as encouragement, and she also meant it as a kind of reference and footnote to someone we both enjoy reading and talking about. That phrase, all shall be well, comes from the writing of the 14th century English saint and mystic Julian of Norwich. Scholars think that Julian probably had a son and a husband, both of whom died in the plague. And so she committed herself to the church of St. Julian in Norwich. She lived a life of prayer there, and before long, people began to seek her out, asking wisdom and advice. She became a kind of spiritual guide and spiritual director. But sadness and heartache were never far from her. In addition to the loss of her family, she knew loss all around. Historians point out that just down the street outside her window, not far, was where heretics would have been burned at the stake, an ever-present reminder of the danger of getting on the wrong side of the religious arguments of the day. Julian prayed her deepest questions to God. Why? Why is the world the way it is? Why is there sin? Why do people fall victim to sin? Julian wrote down her visions and the answers that God gives her in her visions. And she says this, Jesus, who in this vision informed me of all that is needed by me, answered with these words and said, it was necessary that there should be sin But all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. These words were said most tenderly, showing no manner of blame to me, nor to any who shall be saved. The remarkable words of Julian are right there, saying that there was no blame. The blame was not hers or or sinful humanity. Sin just is. Sin is in the world. It's a part of the world. And we all deal with it and do our best to get through it. Julian took her prayers, her questions, her longings, her worries straight to God. She didn't always find answers that clarified her questions, but she did find a loving presence in God who would sit down with her and be close to her. Anne Lewin is a British writer and poet who reflects on these words of Julian. She writes, All shall be well. These must have been said by Julian sometimes through gritted teeth. Surely she knew the moments when fear gnaws at trust. The future loses shape, that courage 
that says all shall be well means feeling no fear, but facing it, trusting that God will not let go. All shall be well doesn't deny present experience, but roots it deep in the faithfulness of God whose will and gift is life. Many of the questions and the heartaches about the past year or so, the pandemic, the deaths, the loss of loved ones, the loss of jobs, and so many things, those questions go unanswered for us and for many others. But we continue to turn to God in prayer. We continue to turn to God in hope and in love. God who comes close to us always and everywhere to hold us with our questions, our fears, our worries, our anger, our rejoicing, our hope. Let us pray. Almighty God, with whom still, lo- still live the spirits of those who die in the Lord, and with whom the souls of the faithful are in joy and felicity, we give you heartfelt thanks for the good examples of all your servants, who, having finished their course in faith, now find rest and refreshment. May we, with all who have died in the true faith of your holy name, have perfect fulfillment and bliss in your eternal and everlasting glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The choir sings a setting of Nunc Dimittis, the Song of Simeon, by Herbert Howells.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.